Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Welcome to the Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Patty Rose. I have two guests today joining the podcast. Welcome to the show. I have Miguel Ramirez and Johannes Tadeo. Guys, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Um, it's really a pleasure to be here, honestly. Yeah, this is really cool. So uh, Johannes reached out to me and told me about this kid from Springfield High School who, like many of us, has had a very turbulent ride these past few years. And I wanted to, at first I was like, Hey man, I'm actually on vacation from the podcast. Uh, I'm going to be not, I'm going to be doing season five launching, uh, in August. And, you know, he told me what it was all about. And I was like, I have to, I have to come out of hibernation and I have to spotlight this story. So Miguel, we're going to talk a lot today about, uh, your music. Uh, you are a singer, a guitarist, you play multiple instruments. How, what, what instruments do you play? Oh gosh, um, I can't really keep count because there's so many uh, cool instruments out there that I really love to enjoy playing. But mainly it's guitar, you know, uh, clarinet and a bit of trumpet. You know, those those are my main. But there's like more. Uh, it's just a long list, honestly. I don't even know if we have time to. Right, right, right. It's just a long. List. So the thing we're here today to talk yeah. about is that you are in a singing competition based in Utah. Uh, the competition is called the Summer Vocal Camp in Utah. Is that correct? Summer Vocal Camp. Um, actually, it's called uh, Sing Utah. Um, that is a camp program that they did offer me. Um, but, you know, I, I don't have the time for it. So, oh, I, I mean, it's something that I might do next year. But, you know, it's it's uh, something to look forward to next year. Maybe. So how did this come about? I mean... It's pretty far from home. You live in Springfield, Oregon, and attend Springfield High School. And so how did it come about to be all the way in Utah? You know, I'm a big traveler. You know, I, my goal was to actually just travel as much as I can. So I was just like, you know, Utah, I mean, I never heard of it. You know, some people debate of, like, what state is better, or what, where to go. You know, California is, like, the big california dream so i was just like you know it doesn't really matter to me i mean i want to try something new that's how i am i'm a very curious person and um so i was just like you know why not utah you know i did a little bit of research of utah and i was like it's interesting i mean america is beautiful <laughs> it's, it's like right. the best country ever so sure what was really cool about this whole experience was um when i was uh meeting miguel and he was telling me a little bit about his story and his mother of why utah um so i didn't know that actually his mom has been really extremely supportive for him i think they went to oh. burbank they they've been trying like different 
um, uh, different, um, what do you call them, different shows or yeah. opportunities for him to be able to sing. So uh, his mom ended up actually using his life, her life savings to make sure that uh, he got to the first rounds of Utah. And as he was like, you know, uh, getting to the next level, next level, fortunately, some of the money was running out. Um, but I think they find that out from, uh, was it Instagram that you were, uh, where you where you found the, the Utah? Uh, yeah, I was just scrolling through Instagram and I just found like, oh, well, I just found this competition. I was like, this looks very interesting. Why not? You know, my mom told me if you see something that you really want to do, you got to go for it. Right. Don't let anything get in the way. When did you start singing? Like probably really young, right? I mean, like probably like five, <laughs> you know, but when did you really, really start singing? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you were close. I mean, I started age four, actually. I started singing in the car with my parents, you know. Um, I would sing, like, this... I forgot the name of the song, but, like, it was a really good Spanish song that my mom and I love. And it just started out from there. It went to singing in the car to, oh, I joined an elementary choir. Yeah. Uh, and then... I picked out, so I got chosen by uh, my teacher to do a solo, and I did my first solo, and she she was surprised. She was like, "Wow, well, like you're actually good." I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, thank you." So you know that that gave me motivation to keep moving on, and then I started exploring music, and then it went to middle school, my first talent show, to another talent show in high school, which I won first place on. Wow, which was kind of cool. I, I mean, I can see why. And anybody, we're going to play a clip today, but there's a lot more stuff on your YouTube channel. And hopefully people can find you on that. Uh, you know, I, you know, you're very good and very talented and you have a very soft edge to it, you know, that, the, but you're very unique too. I mean, I showed a couple of my friends when I was doing the preparation for this episode and they're like, dude, this guy's good, you know? So I also went to Springfield High. I didn't do choir at Springfield High, but I did a lot of choir at Hamlin Middle School. Because I've lived in, in uh, Springfield since, well, Springfield and Eugene bounce back and forth, but since, uh, oh gosh, like 93. <laughs> so quite a while. And, and so <laughs> when I saw that you were a Springfield High student, I was like, that's amazing. I want to I wanna make sure to have him on. So now the singing competition, you, you're, you've made it to the finals. You've made it to the, the third round. Is that correct? It's three rounds. And so. Yeah, there, there's three rounds. Right. Um, but I call it the it's the professional league finals. Okay. That's what they call basically. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. I, real quick. So, so you've made it to the finals or the professional league final. Uh, I watched the clip of you in the semifinals and it was very good. And you can tell that, especially at towards the end that the crowd, the crowd was way into it. And so, uh, you know, I wish I could play the stream, the clip of that, but because of copyright reasons, there's some music playing in the background and stuff. I don't, I don't know if I want to push it. I don't want to get this flagged, but uh, there's Johannes has has posted a ton of links, and so if you're friends with Johannes Tadeo on Facebook, you'll be able to find a lot of other uh, clips of you playing and stuff. There's really weird rules about copyright and whatnot when it comes to playing music, because I know that it starts out there's like a song by the weekend, and that would instantly be like, you guys are done. So, uh, uh, you know, this hasn't always been such a smooth ride. You, your family has been through some, some really, really turbulent stuff. And so this can be really difficult, but you had talked to me off air and said that you wanted to kind of talk about it. Uh, let's start talk with talking about your sister. Your sister was terminally ill. She was 14 years old. 
And uh, the clip that we're going to play today is at Dornbecker High or uh, Dornbecker Hospital at OHSU. And can you tell me about a little bit what was what your situation with your your sister and what and what your family went through? So um, what I've heard is, you know, I was um, informed that um, my sister was diagnosed with Down syndrome, you know, when she was first born. You know, um, they the doctors told them everything about it, and we had to live through this traumatic time because, like, I mean, she had to go through a lot of surgery. Uh, poor little girl had to... It's 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 awful stuff, you know. Sure, it, it's hard to talk about. It, no, understandable. Like, like I said, but um, but that surgery um, was the last one that she was gonna have, I believe so. Yeah. Um. So it was for her spine. Apparently, her spine was crooked, and they were they wanted to make sure that it was nice and straight as possible. So um, they the the surgery was a success but they were really worried about her um, uh, her sickness because um, she's just been coughing a lot and she's been sick back and forth so it was like kind of hard to predict if it was going to be a successful surgery or not right so um after hearing that she has stopped breathing, we all panicked and we're just like, oh, what's going to happen next? So that's when things got worse. Um, she was all like, just, she was swollen. Yeah, she was yeah. like all swollen and stuff. She had a tube. She had so many tubes in her system and her brain was not working. It yeah. was shutting down. So you made this video yeah. and I'm only going to play a small clip because it's from your YouTube channel and your YouTube channel has gotten a lot of love, has gotten a lot of support, really a lot of kind words, which is really good to see. It was a really powerful video. I have to tell you, I mean, it was, uh, I'm, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't tears watching that, you know, it was, it's really beautiful. Uh, and that's, it's difficult. I can't imagine at your age to go through something like this, you know, and I mean, for anybody to lose, uh, you know, a sibling, someone that you care about deeply, it's got to, it's so extremely challenging, you know, and you are an incredible survivor. And it's amazing to see on the, on your YouTube channel, the love and support that your family shares for each other. And that is extremely inspiring to me and why I wanted to do this and why I wanted to meet you. And so let's just play the clip and then we'll talk a little bit about, so, so this is you in the hospital at Dornbecker, uh, singing, serenading your sister in her final moments. So let's go ahead and just play that and then we'll talk about it on the other end, okay?
Yeah, that is extremely powerful. And I want to, first of all, I just want to say thank you for letting, uh, let us share your story. And um, I just, you know, I, I don't think people understand. I mean, this was in 2020. So this was during COVID. And, and so obviously yeah. there's masks Very for multiple here. reasons, right? So you're in the hospital and singing with a mask is incredibly difficult. First of all, I can't even imagine. <laughs> But on top of it, you know, everything else, I'm, I'm just glad that you were able to be in the hospital room with them, with her, you know, because I, I think it was such an amazing, beautiful tribute. Uh, so now this is going to be extremely tough to talk about, too. I noticed that in the video that your dad made a cameo, you know, your dad popped in and, and that was your father, correct? In the back, in the, in the, yeah, in the hospital room. Correct. Yeah. That's, that's, and so, yeah. uh, after this, after all of that, after losing your sister, after going through all of the difficult times with all of her health and battles with her health and, and then, and whatnot, you lost your father. And so I, this is so difficult. I've lost my mother and it's the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life. And I've, like I said before, I was, I was 30, you know, <laughs> you know, I can't imagine going through it at mm -hmm. 17, 16 years old. So tell me about your father. If you want to talk about what happened, you can. That's up to you. I just want to want to know what kind of man he was. I I recognize him from the community, and Johannes and I were talking about this. I don't know him personally. Didn't know him personally, but I was like, I know I've seen that guy around. So tell me about what kind of man your father was. Oh man, he was. He had a huge. He had a big heart. Honestly, like he was just nice to anyone. You know, it doesn't matter if you're having a bad day or a good day. He'll just he'll just be there to cheer you up. Um, my dad was actually, as you mentioned, that he looked recognizable. Yeah, he was um, helping out uh, starting this program for drugs and alcohol abuse, and he was like the big picture of this um, whole. Um, you know, like support, support system. Um, yeah. Like the support system. Yeah. yeah support system. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after he died, like it not only affected our family, but it affected so many others that looked up to him. Yeah. You know? Um, but the thing is, it's just for me, I was mentally prepared kind of, I wouldn't say like I was kind of mentally but like it was still really hard because i know how sick my sister was sure. but it's just like what's unfortunate is like me and my dad um we didn't really had a huge connection you know it was just always fussing and fighting because like you know we couldn't really understand each other and you know i to this day i just wish that you know like i would have been more understanding because I don't know how it is to have drug abuse. You know, I, I, I can't understand that because like it hasn't happened to me yet, but I can see his pain. You know, he wants to be a good father to me. He's trying his best, but it's like, sometimes I feel like I was pushing him away and I just felt bad because he was just trying to be the best he can. You know, that's, and you know, knowing that my sister and my dad was like a huge they were like 
father and daughter bond. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they're the ones that, um, have more connection. And, That's pretty common. You know, That's pretty when, common. You know, the father and the yeah. father and the daughter and the mother and the son. And, and then I'm the mother and the son. Sure, sure. And and your mom has been so supportive of this dream of yours to pursue your music. And, you know, I, I can say one thing. Now, you're 17 years old. And so you, so are you an adult? I don't know. That's not up for me to decide. That being said, I can tell you, Yannick, I just hear what you were saying. One of the most amazing things about maturity from, from young people is when, when in order to become a true adult, you have to forgive your parents. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the reality because every single yeah. one of us goes through trauma. And so, and so I can just hear it in your voice where you're like, I'll own my part of it, even though you're not to blame. That's not the point. But it's like when you are like, I'll take on my part of it and I will forgive him for his. That's the only way that we can heal and move on. You know, and, and so yeah. my grandma once told me, she said, we don't forgive people for them. We do it for us, you know? And I thought that that was really powerful. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, I have so many things that you have just said that I can relate to, you know, the things that I've gone through and the trauma that mm-hmm. I've experienced. I didn't, not the same. I mean, you've gone through a ton. It's never a competition. Trauma is not a competition. We just need to be there for each other and love on each other and learn from each other. And you're an inspiring kid, Miguel. I want you to know that. I mean, this is something special and when it comes to the artwork of music when you have this pain and you can make something beautiful out of it that's when you can start to heal as well you know and so i think that you're really going to inspire a lot of people and this event may not you know i mean i don't want to talk about what if what if you don't win because you're going to win but if you but if you don't win who knows but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you have already succeeded you know just by getting out there and touching some lives for anybody that's seen the video of the semifinals you had you had a huge room of people and you had them captured and it's just i what is it like <laughs> let's talk about that what is it like to be on stage what do you love that feeling or is it just scary as hell oh yeah like but both yeah. i always tell myself like uh when i first sang to a big crowd which was the talent show i was like it was nerve-wracking at first but you know i know next time i'm not going to be that nervous but every time i tell myself i'm just like no that's not true i'm always going to feel nervous because you know anything could happen but you know the show must go on yeah so uh it felt great you know if you guys i don't want to like ruin the moment but like after singing when i was a man which was the song sure i did notice that my voice did get raspy at the high note but you know like i said the show must go on i just pushed back and then i just breathed and then i just kept going and act like nothing happened yeah so that was the only scary moment for me sure. but honestly, you know what i always say it's, what it's, i always say is you don't learn from doing things right <laughs> you know you learn you make those mistakes and then you get and then you get better I've done a lot of live performance and the worst experience I've ever had live performing is I was doing, I was at the black forest in downtown Eugene and I had the microphone in my hand and I pulled back and then I hit myself in the nostrils and both nostrils were gushing blood. (laughs) And uh, the next thing I know, let's just say this, the show didn't go on. Like I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done at that point. I tried to finish the song. No, but uh, you know, I can tell by watching all of the different stuff that you're a natural performer and that this is a God-given talent. And so that's pretty awesome. And then it's a powerful responsibility because there's people that you can really, really help them by just being 
a human being just by just existing and sharing your your talent mm -hmm. and so that's got to be rewarding and it's it's the beauty of making art is that there's ups and downs and peaks and valleys there's times where it's like i hate doing this but you're like but i have no choice it's in my soul you know like i have no choice do you write music or is it mostly covers um well i'm starting out as covers but i am planning on writing my own music which i am working on right now yeah so um i'm trying to learn more about like uh writing sure i can stuff. tell you one thing that this is my good friend joey helpish has taught me and he's the person that taught me how to record music and i make i'm i make questionably good music it's not even great it's it's a lot of fun though and it's a great therapy but he always says his slogan is make something terrible today and what that means is don't worry about if it's good, just do it, just make it. And then you keep doing it and you get better at it. And then one day maybe you'll be like, that one was good. And that one can go on the pile of all the other ones, you know? And I mean, you might not want to release everything, but I do, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I just release them. But that's something you can think about when it's like, I don't know. It's just like, it's more like practice. You know how you like to doodle, you know, drawing, you just want to just yeah. doodle. It's like th the world doesn't need to see that. But the reality is it's you're, you're practicing, you know what I mean? So you can't. You can't just all of a sudden walk onto a basketball court and be the best player. You got to practice. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so with music yeah. and art, you just make something terrible. Who cares if it's bad? You know what I mean? Like, let's just do it. And, and then it, it grows from there. And that's, that's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. So now we've got some big events coming up. Uh, I mean, you know, this has been Johannes uh, reached out to me, what, two days ago about this episode. And when, Johannes, when did you find out about Miguel? And how did you find out? And then, you know, tell us about this process of, of trying to trying to introduce Miguel's story to the Springfield community. Yeah, um, so I first met Miguel, or at first I saw Miguel at the mural celebration on the site of Memos. Uh, we collaborated with Willamalee and a couple other folks and um, listening to the singers and um, Miguel's about to get introduced. And I'm looking at this kid and I was like, kind of, uh, wondering what type of music is he going to play. And out of nowhere, we heard this this amazing voice from Miguel. And wow, he just kind of like shook all of us. We did not expect the Beatles. We did not expect, uh, I forgot what other songs you were playing, but the Bruno Mars, Shell, yeah. uh, Bruno Mars and a couple other ones. And wow, the whole, everybody went quiet and then like everybody was so excited to be able to hear him. And I think he was excited himself because he was only supposed to be playing, I think one or two songs and ended up kind of finishing it off for us, I think, which was powerful. Um, after that, um, I wanted to help him and share his story. Fortunately, we kind of hit and miss, you know, uh, you know, he's going to school. He was in the Springfield High School uh, mariachi band um jazz band symphonic band symphonic band and so on and so on and so on so it was really hard to kind of make that um relationship and kind of figure out where the next things that we could have them do um so i run this youth program called citywide and uh i've been trying to recruit him to be able to you know join the program you know add his little grain of salt of beauty to to it with the rest of the students um but we haven't been able to get there so on monday um, I was getting phone calls from, um, well, before Monday, um, I heard about the situation with his father and his family and this amazing woman named Rosalba Rodriguez, which is also the same person who actually contacted me on Monday um, about Miguel and what he has going on, his competition. And um, when, unfortunately, when Miguel's uh, father passed away, 
um, Rosalba, she was she ended up putting kind of like these uh, donation boxes all throughout uh, Main Street, different Latino businesses. Um, and then from there, like I said, on Monday, I get a phone call from her letting me know uh, about him and it, everything, you know, that he has going on. And I was like, OK, I checked out his GoFundMe and I was like, how come, you know, how come not that many people know about Miguel? You know, and I was like, he has such an amazing voice. So I wanted to make sure that I, uh, I do what I can to be able to share that. And yeah, thank you for you oh, know, yeah. giving us the opportunity to yeah. be on this podcast. Um, and as well as everybody else who uh, who has now met him and wanting to be able to help. And uh, and yeah, I think that his story should be shared. And also uh, when I talked to him privately, uh, he talked about, you know, wanting to win this for his family, uh, for the Latino community, and of course, for Springfield, you know. Um, so I wanted to make sure that Springfield knew who he was and other folks as well um to support him you know it takes a community to raise a lot of uh, raise us you know i came out of here sure. you know and if it wasn't for the mentors that you know supported me i wouldn't be here where i am today you know and i want to make sure that folks know who he is so when he graduates high school you know we're all out here with the cards and yeah you know or when at the competition on august 20th for sure i know my entire family is going to be listening in waiting to see if uh miguel won um but miguel is going to win so sure uh be on the lookout for that august 20th <laughs> yeah but that's basically so, how we got connected and yeah let's talk about for you know there's ways that people can help out so i've i've added a link to my website the website is strpod that's s-t-r-p-o-d so it's strpod.com slash miguel and in order to find that you have to actually type that in the url you have to type the whole thing strpod.com slash miguel and there's going to be a link right there to how you can listen to this podcast on audio and video. So later on for anyone listening or watching, that's where you can go to share it, anything like that. And you can also click on the GoFundMe and there's a lot more information. And, and, and I really encourage people to make a donation. And you had said before off, off air, it's like anything helps. If you got a buck, throw it that way, you know? And there's also, I know that there's people out there that are like, I don't want to use GoFundMe because they take a cut, reach out to me and I can find ways to find a uh, way to connect you with Miguel so that you can donate uh, off of GoFundMe, you know, or whatever. I think GoFundMe does a really good service. So that's strpod.com slash Miguel. And then let's talk about some of the events. Uh, Saturday, which would be July 16th. Yeah. Saturday, July 16th, you'll be at the City Hall Steps in Springfield at 2.30. Is that correct? And doing a 30-minute set or something. Uh, and that's, you know... People are welcome to come. That's kind of really going to be something so that we have something to share on the socials. Anyone that wants to come to that would be great. But there's a big event coming up on Sunday, and that's from 1 to 4 p.m. Uh, at 458 Blair Boulevard, and that's the BIPOC Art Contest. And I want to give a shout-out to Kenna Lop Loper. Is it Loper? Uh, Kenna Loper, she, she left a comment, says, Can't wait to hear Miguel live at the Art Contest. You're awesome. Uh, also, shout-out to Nemesis and Thomas uh, Hira for, for their comments. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for giving comments on this live stream. Again, that's Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. on 4th and Blair, 458 Blair Boulevard in the WIT, uh, the BIPOC art contest. And I'm sure that that's going to be just incredible. I mean, there's going to be people from doing all kinds of different art. And so I love it when music gets included in the conversation with art because sometimes people don't think of it when, they, when you say, I'm an artist, and they're like, oh, so you paint. And you're like, no, I sing. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it is a true art form. And so I, I know that, that uh, sometimes it gets excluded, and I love that that's, that's – uh, I mean, first of all, it's a BIPOC art con con contest. 
It's about inclusiveness. You know, it's about come, bringing people together. So that's really special. Miguel, it's an honor to meet you. I'm a fan already, you know, uh, and I think you have a really bright future. And, and I can't wait to hear what you have uh, in, you know, in the future as far as production. And, and I have a little bit of a uh, uh, music studio. If you'd like to come, you know, dabble with that, I'm, I'm willing to have you come over and record something. I would love that. Uh, and I can show you some That'd tips awesome. and things. I've made some awful music for years and uh, because I've got such limited talent. But that being said, I've got such a passion for it that I've made some really neat songs. And, and I can just show you some tips on how you could do it for an, for really an affordable. I mean, today you're, you're, you're coming up in a time when the access to creative tools is so much more vast than, than when I started. And so that's amazing. And so we can utilize those. And also... People are lazy now. So like a lot of times people are like, yeah, you can do it. Anybody can make music. I'm like, well, try. You just do it. You see how hard it is. It takes a lot of time and dedication and, and drive and passion to follow through because there's going to be those moments of, of discouraging things and you just have to be like, screw it. Like I'm going to learn from this because you're going to have hurdles and you're going to have obstacles. But with what you faced in your life already, nothing can, nothing can stop you. Nothing can get in your way, you know, because you know, you've already been through the worst of it, you know, so... And Johannes, thank you so much again for all of the work you do for the community in Springfield, not just for the Latino community, for the whole spring, everyone in Springfield. I think you are one of the just bright young uh, people in our community helping so many people come together and you do it with just the biggest heart. And I'm just so, super glad to call you my friend and I'm inspired by the work you continue to do. And I have learned so incredibly much from you and uh, I, I just look forward to our friendship blossoming and whatnot. And, uh, we're going to be announcing some really big stuff, some big events. There's in August, there's the 25th anniversary celebration of first safer. And we'll be pr promoting that more and more. Maybe I'll get you on the podcast to talk about that more at length, but we'll get out of here guys. Uh, I appreciate you so much, you know, and Hey, shout out to the people that left comments. Nemesis, you know, said no problem. Me and me, Mig have been together for a while now. That's really cool. I must be one of your buddies. Uh, so, so yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah so, so, so thank you yeah. so much guys. And, and thanks for everybody thank that's you. been then listening and watching and streaming. I also want to say real quick, if, if you want to go to the website, strpod.com, where we at, you can, uh, right now you can buy t-shirts. I just got them in today and, and for the next couple of days, they're going to be $5 off. So you can, you can buy a t-shirt and it'll be ordered from delivered from me. I'll deliver it if it's local or I'll mail it to you. Uh, and so, uh, I just wanted to to say that you can go to strpod.com. You can make a donation to that as well, and you can sponsor the show. There's ways. Click around on the website. But again, the GoFundMe page, one more time, is uh, it's strpod.com slash Miguel, and that's how you donate to the GoFundMe so that we can get Miguel to Utah. So thank you guys so much for doing this. Uh, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. So I'm going to end this with a song. This is Miguel doing a cover of The Beatles. This is the song Twist and Shout. Well, shake it up, baby, now. Shake it up, baby. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby, now. Come on, baby. Come on and work it on now. Work it on now. Where are you working on now? Work it on now. You know you look so good. Look so good. You Twist and shout, twist and 
Shake it, shake it, baby. Shake it, shake it, shake it, baby. 